Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Hey, entrepreneurs, welcome back to another episode. This month, we're diving into leadership and exploring the different aspects of effective leadership. Today's episode, we're talking about goal setting and how it relates to leadership. By definition, leadership is the action of leading a group of people or an organization. So you're leading your clients and you're leading your team, like leadership with the people that you collaborate with. Leadership is definitely one of those skills that I believe, uh, maybe I even still struggle with in full transparency, that this is a skill that you're born with and can't necessarily like cultivate and develop as you get older. However, I'm learning that it is like the base definition. Leadership is the action of leading. I think the key word there is action. Leadership involves a lot of action in not just goal setting, but taking action on each goal in a way that guides you toward completing that goal or achieving that goal. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because another thing too, there's a lot of talk about how if you're a leader, you can't manage. If you're a manager, you can't lead. But if you learn, if you take those development, you know, you can be taught how to be a leader. It takes time. I don't think a lot of people are born into it. Obviously, people are not natural leaders. They know how to manage a team, but do they actually know how to lead a team? You know what I mean? Like you and I, Dana, can help manage this podcast, but are we leading together? I think so. But there's some people that can't do both at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed this a lot like with the clients that I have because I work with teams. So I see that one of the clients that I work with, she's a great leader. She takes action, but there's a lot of steps into which it takes to manage a team. So that's where I would come in. But you can do both. I don't see why there should be an issue to do both. I've definitely approached my entrepreneur journey as someone I never recognized leading anyone. I've definitely worked more solo to achieve a lot of goals. But then looking back on things, I'd noticed that if friends were overwhelmed or when I was doing an internship at a resort hotel in my area, I had this determination I was going to be like in the event side of things because that was what I liked to do. But I excelled annoyingly well in housekeeping because I like things clean. And when I get started, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but when I start wiping down a wall or a doorframe and I see the stark contrast of the before and after, I can't not finish all the rest <laughs> of it. And so no matter what department I kept getting moved to to complete my internship, the director of housekeeping kept pulling me back to do other stuff and to work with her team to achieve like the task that needed to be done. 
So without recognizing at the time, because I was 20 something and all I saw was the immediate, I don't want to do housekeeping this week, was an opportunity for me to lead a team of housekeepers in quality control and achieving the expectations of the hotel and the resort and everything that comes along with that. But isn't it cool, though, like you learn something and you're not in that position to lead and manage yet, but then you get so good at it and others recognize that and they're like, you need to teach the team how to do this. You need to. To me, I think that's like some growth right there. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's so funny because there are some people that don't want to do that. They just want to do their work without leading a team. But I think there's some of us that just we learn, we grow, and now we're take ownership of that. And that's where the opportunities come in. Because I know, Dana, now you're, you know, leading a women's group in the community, correct? Because everybody's all like, you're doing awesome. So now I I need your help doing that. But... Yeah. So for all of our listeners that are not in our Facebook group or anything like following us personally, I have been asked since the beginning of this year, it feels like or definitely beginning of like spring to put together a women's networking group for my local community because our county, I'm based in North Carolina, does not have anything like that that's highly advertised. We have to go all the way into like a bigger city to get there. And to me, as a small business owner, yes, that's great. I can network and there's ample opportunity, but I don't always have the time to drive 30, 40 minutes one way just to go to an hour long networking like that pulls me away from so much client work when if we all came together in our own county, then we could do that. So that was a big goal and a highly requested opportunity for me to step into a leadership, which I really fought for a long time because my plate is very full. I do have a hard time saying no to things, and that's part of my clarity goal for 2023. But this month, well, at the time of this recording, I officially accepted this opportunity and like started doing the framework of building it. And in August this month, we will start having like online co-working sessions and in-person lunch and learn so that we can better ourselves and really connect with the other women entrepreneurs and professionals in our area. Good for you. That's pretty cool. Stressful. High five. (laughs) So as we're talking about goals, there's a way that you can set these goals. Have you ever heard of SMART goals? Have you ever heard of it, Dana? I have often. SMART goals is something that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time. So specific goals, I'm really bad about like something being abstract. I will grow my business. It's very abstract. It's not very specific. So as an example, as an entrepreneur, I want to grow my business by having 10 new clients on retainer. This is August. So by the end of December. So that's achievable. That is measurable. 10. Do I have 10? It's relevant to what I'm doing. There's a time frame. It's been said often that if your task, your goal, your whatever it is that you're working on does not have a due date, it's never going to get done. It's so funny with the time, right? I had a task that I had to do for a client and we didn't have a due date. So I never did it. 
I mean, it's not that I didn't do it. It was there. It just took me longer to do it because we didn't have a due date. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you set due dates for yourself, because we're constantly setting due dates for our clients, why not ourselves, right? So to be able to check that off your to-do list, that's a good thing to have a time frame to which you can achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. So why are these things important and how do they relate to leadership? Well, at first and base level, it gives you vision and direction, which I think is what everyone turns to a leader for in the first place. When you have a vision of your organization or your team, you want everyone involved and to know what's going on. You want to include everyone as you plan things out for the quarter or for the year. The direction is letting your team know who's involved, what their part is, and then making sure everyone is up to date on what the long-term goal is. So for example, we had this vision of this podcast. We had this vision, I don't even, like months. I think I had it before we met. And then I was like, I need to find somebody to do this with me. And then obviously we talked about it. And then we put into the steps. And steps and goals to me are kind of like one and the same because a goal, like obviously you want the end goal, but you need the steps to achieve those goals. So kind of like intertwines together, then you would go and create the plan of when you want to start doing it. But I think what helped us was that we were like, okay, this is the launch date. This is the date that we wanted to be out in the world. So then you have to work backwards to be able to achieve those mini goals and check off those steps on your checklist. I definitely reverse engineer mini projects. I don't think it became real that we were doing a podcast until we finally, because we kind of bounced around ideas and we did like some fun branding things, like just kind of not necessarily throwing spaghetti, but almost in that same mindset. We're just like, yeah, this would be such a great idea. Here's some colors. Here's some font options. Here's what we might talk about. But until we put a due date on it, like that really changed everything. And like then we had actual steps and all right, you're going to be in charge of these certain things. It gave us a lot more focus once that due date was set. I mean, we had the same goal, but the intention was, I feel like, was different because we were both working our businesses. So now we had the fine-tuned, granular, same goal of, all right, we both need to be working on certain things so that we're productive and meet that goal. Another thing also is when you talk about it and you have people in your corner that are helping you achieve this goal, to me, it's more fun. You're not doing it by yourself. So when you are focusing on the vision and the direction that you and your team or you and your client, whoever you're working with, and you're working towards the same thing, everybody is going to end up being productive and then everyone's going to end up feeling motivated. When everything is mapped out and you have the steps, everybody's going to feel more inclined to work toward that goal. Because if you don't have a step-by-step like, okay, this is what we need to do today. This is what we need to do tomorrow. You're not going to feel too motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can verbally say that you want 10 more clients, but to get motivated, you need to like have it out mapped out like on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard, however you can vision it. For me, at least, like, I'm not a, like, visual as, like, a design aspect mind. But, like, if I have a piece of paper and I can write it down and highlight it off, I feel like I've achieved it. 
I get a lot of motivation from being able to physically scratch things off of my list. Mm -hmm. So even though I have a virtual planner, I think that's why I specifically use ClickUp is because I'm virtually scratching it off, but I still like to write down lists that I want to do three things for my business, three things for each thing that I'm doing, and then three things personally. And that way, at the end of the day, or as I'm doing it, I can mark it off and physically really easily see that I'm doing things and making progress, and it keeps me motivated. So performance and evaluation, there's going to be things that change. You get new clients, you hire somebody new, goals may change a bit. I'm not saying like the bigger picture is going to change because you're always going to be working towards that goal. Like you're going to always want more clients or you're going to always want to continue working on your blog, your podcast, whatever the case may be. But if there's something in those steps to achieve that goal, if something is not working, Mm -hmm. you need to come together and discuss like, hey, what's not working well? Like, why is this not working? So maybe you can meet with, you know, your team, your clients, whoever, quarterly, weekly, depending on like what you're working on and to make sure that everything is in place. So you can tweak the steps a little bit, but you're still working towards that end goal. I'm definitely a big fan of every 12 weeks, just every three months, quarterly, just because it keeps that with the bringing motivation back into it. It just keeps you motivated. If you wait, like if you set these big major goals in January and you don't really meet up and talk about them or evaluate performance on them until October, you're not really going to be motivated or held accountable to celebrate the success. Even if it's slow progress, you still can celebrate the success towards that goal and have an even better end of year. So I think in leadership, you are the business owner. You are the CEO. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have that vision. You know what you want for your business. Like, okay, this is what I want. But how are you going to achieve that? And do you need help to achieve that? And then when you do enlist the help, are you actually there for those people, your team, your clients, not just doing the work? And you're not just sitting behind a computer and doing the work. You're actually like in it with the people that you're working with. Gotcha. Yeah. So what's our question of the week? I would like to ask the audience, when you are in leadership, in the leadership role, how do you stay focused and motivate those that you work with to work towards the common goal? Ooh, that's a good one. I actually can't wait to see what everyone has to say. So stay tuned for next week and really throughout the month, we're going to be discussing some amazing topics in regards to leadership, managing resources for your business and a few other things. As always, all the information and resources are going to be in our show notes that we talk about. And until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.